Have you ever felt like you've been called to do more with your life? Or maybe on the other end, you thought, I don't have to worry about anything because someone else is going to handle it. You know, I don't have to be great because someone else is greater. I don't have to give because someone else is going to give. I don't have to fight because someone else is going to fight. Or maybe you feel like, okay, I do need to fight, but I don't know how. I don't even know where to begin. And today we're going to take a look at really both scenarios where you want to, we don't know how. And for those of us who don't feel like we need to because someone else is. And for this episode, it's going to be a little, little different, a little special because I'm going over two characters who exhibit both aspects of this and how it ties into essentially untapped potential. And I'm talking about Gohan and Broly. Hey, what's going on, guys? My name is Nate, and you're listening to The Otaku Liberation, a show where we help you break free from the chains and hold you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles for themes from your favorite anime. Without further ado, let's get into it. So I'm going to start off with Gohan because he's a little more established in the in the series. And for those for those of you who don't know about Gohan and Dragon Ball, is it's been said multiple times, you know, in in the series itself, as well as by fans and even the writer that Gohan has the most potential. He has the potential to be the strongest character in the entire series, even stronger than Goku, who we all know is the current pretty much strongest in all honesty I don't count Beerus and all of them later on but um, but Gohan has the potential to be stronger than anyone that we've ever seen right and he kind of shown it a couple times throughout the series where if he puts his mind to it you know if he really gets pushed into a corner and he has to rise to the occasion he does and then some um, you know Back, even back in the early episode of Dragon Ball Z, you know, against Raditz, you know, Gohan was captured uh, as a as part of Raditz' plan to bring Goku there so they could so he fight. Gohan got mad enough that Raditz was beating up his dad that he came out and almost one shot at Raditz himself. You know, fast forward to when he, Gohan fought Cell, same thing. He got pushed to a point that he wasn't. He was beyond his comfort zone. He was beyond what he was thought he was willing to go. Just so he had to tap into that that level of strength that he honestly didn't even know was inside of him, and and then again again with Boo, and then later on in the Super and things like that. So it, Gohan has a a he's he has a very similar pattern, like the same pattern uh, each and every time. He he doesn't live up to his potential until he's forced to, right? He doesn't really. He doesn't take into account his his own strength, right? And there's really there's three main kind of points I want I want to go go over for um, this analysis of Gohan. And the first is his reluctance. So, and what I mean by that? So again, to get an idea of that, we got to look in, at Sans as 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 a whole, right? Because Gohan's he's half he's half human, half Saiyan. And Sans as a whole, they are a, a warrior race who live breathe and die fighting like that's what that's what they do right that's all they want to do and that's that's just them that's 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 what the whole uh, shtick of the of the species is and in the case of hybrids that's not as 
prominent or what's the word? It's not as prominent area uh, in the in the hybrids than it is in, in their full blooded sand parents, right? And Gohan's even more special cases where he really doesn't like fighting at all. And part of that is just is from his past battles, you know, influences outlook on fighting. Because Gohan's he's been fighting since he was like five years old. Like earlier until you guys the Raditz came. I believe Gohan was like five, four or five at the time. And since that moment, since that day, up until where we are now, Gohan's in his like twenties. He's he's been fighting and not just, you know, the you normal know, running the mill, you know, backyard brawls or whatnot. Like, you know, he's fighting beings that can destroy the earth, destroy the universe at times, and it's up to him and then and the rest of the cast to put a stop to it. And because of that, as he's gotten older, he realized how much he actually hates fighting. You know, he, he he doesn't like it. He doesn't want to do it at all, regardless of the fact that he's good at it. He's gifted at it, no less. I mean, again, like like I already said, he has the potential to be even better than his dad, who is considered the GOAT, right? Um, and what, the way you look at it is, is, again, back to the whole thing of, of our past traumas, where something happened in our past that whether we could control or that we couldn't control, but something happened and it traumatized us so deeply that it's keeping us from moving forward. It's keeping us from really living. And sometimes it's not as obvious as, as you one would think. You know, some traumatic experiences are, has a safety mechanism. Our brain is just actually just shut, shut it off. Like we, we can't recall it. Um, as vividly as we can some other type of memories, right? And so you may not even be aware of what 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 quote unquote traumatized you, what is holding you down, holding you back, right? I mean it could be something that you didn't even do. It could be something that your your parents did, right? Whether to you or for you because they thought it was the best decision at the time, but it turned out it wasn't. Right. I mean, they're human, too. They make mistakes just like the rest of us. They don't always get it right. And unfortunately, sometimes that means it's it's um, it's detrimental to to the child. And so it could be everything like that. It can be anything. It could be you, you know, you decided to go off on your own. You know, it's maybe start a business or you want to you move out of your parents' house sooner than Honestly, then you were ready to, but you just decided this is it. I'm, I'm, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm gone, and it didn't work out, right? Because life happens. We have our failures, and I mean, sometimes we have our setbacks, and they can really do a number on your mentality. If a you're not used to it because you, you're not used to going out and trying different things, you're not used to really putting yourself out there. So when the losses do come, they hit harder because, you know, you're not callous to it. You're not used to it. Just like with anything else we do in life, whether it's a sport, whether it's lifting, it's a, um, it's a, it's a certain skill. You know, the more you practice it, the better you're going to get at it and the less often, less frequent that the failures are going to come and the less impactful that they're going to be when they do come because you're used to it at that point. You're like, OK, I know what this is. Or at least I have an idea of what this is, what it feels like. So now I can not have to worry about it as much. You know, take what I can, learn from it, and then we can go forward. Now, again, for certain things, it's easier said than done. Some things are very, very um, intense. 
<laughs> lack of a better word. And, 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 and those are the type of things that we can't move on from by ourselves, right? That's where a community comes in or, and it can just be one person, right? It can just be one person. Cause I'm very much a person type of person who only has, you know, two to three really, really, really good friends at a time. You know, I'm not the one who says I'm friends with everybody because I'm not, <laughs> I'm just being honest, I'm not. I'm, I'm acquaint, have a lot of acquaintances, you know, from school and work and what have you. And yeah, sure, you know, they're cool people. I like to think I'm cool and cordial towards them too, but I wouldn't consider them friends, you know, just friendly. And, but I do have a couple friends who are more like family to me, right? Who I know I can go to them for pretty much anything and then vice versa. And we just have each other's back like that. That's what I'm talking about. You need to have someone who who can help you get past the, the dark and troubling times. Um, the ones that are in the present and the ones that, that are in your past. And again, it really just comes down to you digging deep and seeing how you can move past, move past the the trauma, the chains, the things that are tying you down, right? Because again, we're never we're never gonna move forward. The world is. The world is, is we're gonna keep on spending and time's gonna move forward, but you're not. And you're gonna get left behind and then wonder, you know, wake up one day and just wonder, man, what happened? What did I do with my life? You know, I don't I don't want you I don't want you guys to to, to have to ask that question. I want you to, to open up your eyes one day and just be like, you know what? I did it. I did that thing. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever, you know, goal or scenario that you're trying to do, you're trying to have, you know, the life, the life that you want to live. I want you to on your deathbed, just be at peace, knowing that you did what you set out to do. And honestly, the first step of that is to is knowing how to let go of the past so you can move forward. Right. And, and for Gohan, it was. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't so much a straight shot, right? From letting go of his reluctance of fighting and you know his hatred for battle, or you know, or dislike. I can't really say hatred. His dislike for for fighting, right? Because he went from being reluctant to the next thing being is complacent. He became very complacent later on in the series because again how Goku and Vegeta have kept leveling up over time to this point now they're two of the strongest fighters in the series, right? You know, there's not a lot of things that could handle one of them, let alone both of them when they're fighting together, right? So in Gohan's mind, he feels like he doesn't have to train because Goku and Vegeta are going to take care of everything, right? He doesn't have to do anything because someone else is going to swoop in and save the day, right? And... That's a who that's a very slippery slope for a lot of us, because if you're if you spend so much time waiting for somebody else to come save the day, then the, the day's never gonna get saved, right? Because what if what if the person you're waiting on is waiting on you, right? Think about that. What if you're that hero that someone else is waiting on? But you you decide to sit back, put your hands up, and say, "Nope, it's not my problem. Someone else, someone else has it, right?" And and again, you just just losing out. So many people are losing out because you're whether you're afraid or you're complacent. But either way, the end result is you're not you're not putting yourself out there. You're not challenging yourself to to level up to really tap into that potential that you have inside you, and. 
mean, you just uh, they just figure someone else would do something. So you don't have to. I mean, and it's one, it's, it's selfish, right? <laughs> and all honesty is selfish. And I can speak on these things because I have personally gone through that a couple times in my life. I'm, I'm I'm more of the type of person who likes to be in the back and kind of observe and watch how things unfold. I'm not really one to quickly jump ahead of things or jump in front of things saying, yep, I'll do it. And I was like that honestly the majority of my life going through school and stuff like that. It really wasn't until I started working uh, like out in the real world with a real job that it kind of shifted. Uh, I don't know, I lie. It, it helped. It happened a little bit in, in towards the end of my um, college too uh, with a bunch of group projects with people who, you know, we've all been there group projects, not everyone does their part and sometimes you end up doing the whole group project by yourself, right? And that's, no. Um, but, I mean, that's an excellent, excellent example. Those who don't do their part of the assignment, they're part of the group, they're, they're the ones who are complacent to say someone else is going to do it. Whether, now whether or not a group fails or not, they, they don't they don't really care until the due date, due date's the next day, and then everyone's looking around like, I thought you were doing something. No, I thought you were. I thought you were. And no one took that first step. No one took hold of the reins and said, look, this is what we're going to do. This is I'm, this is the part I'm doing. This is the part you're doing. There's no one wanted to step into that leadership role, and now you're all going to suffer. And it's, a, it's, a same, it's the same thing with, uh, with life, I mean, beyond just our own personal lives, right? If no one is willing to take on the take on the burden and the responsibility of being a leader, of being a trendsetter, being a trailblazer, whatever you want to call it, of being the first or being the next, right? Doesn't have to be the first, you can be the next. If no one is willing to do that, then then we're just doomed. <laughs> In all honesty, man, we are we are screwed. We are screwed for real. And and I just I really want you guys to really just sit sit back and think about it. You know, I don't want you to be someone who just sits on the sideline forever because at some point you got to get in the game I'm sorry you you have to you have to get in just like Gohan he he doesn't have the luxury of sitting on a sideline every time you know just because Goku and Vegeta are around doesn't mean he he doesn't need to do his um, due diligence to stay in shape to stay in fighting shape to be ready if he if he needs to be called upon um, case of point is uh the last arc in Super is a tournament of power or the superhero movie, which, you know, is centered around Gohan and Piccolo that, I mean, in case of point, in, in, in the movie, Goku and Vegeta were off world, so they couldn't, they couldn't get back to Earth in time to deal with the threat. So it was up to Piccolo and Gohan, who were the strongest ones left on Earth, to, you know, stop, stop the villains. And it wasn't until the end of the movie that Gohan finally you know, decided to take his nose out of the book and do something about it, right? Despite Piccolo trying to warn him multiple times prior to the movie. Um, but, but again, so once you get past your complacency stage, next is your acceptance. It's the acceptance. And Gohan decided, again, to come out of, quote-unquote, retirement. <laughs> his retirement from martial art days to essentially defend the world. Because he's the only one who could do it. He was the only one that could. And not sure Piccolo was there. He was doing his best. But at the end of the day, Gohan is one stronger than him. And, you know, two, Gohan is the only one who could really put the final nail in the coffin. And 
what that means for us is that we finally come to a point where we accept our gift and our responsibility to use that gift correctly. So once you come to terms with really who you are, what you're good at, what your gifts are, you know, once you you, you took the time, you discovered your weapon, right? <laughs> Those of you who listened to season one talking about Blue Lock, you found your weapon, you found your talent, you honed it, you mastered it to a, to the the pinnacle of what you of what you think you can use it at the uh, current time, right? And now it's all about execution, right? You're going to execute and do whatever it is that you're called to do. I don't know what your calling in life is, and you may not even know. That's where that's where prayer comes in, right? But at the end of the day, it's, it comes down to your choice, right? All of our choice. We have to choose to. We have to choose to move. And honestly, like, as, as crazy as that sounds, we have to choose to move with purpose, to move in our purpose. And we can't sit on the sidelines forever expecting someone else to come save us, to come save the day. And we can't, we can't dwell on the past for, from our past failures. We can't let our past failures dictate our present choices, right? Again, I'm always, I'm a, uh, I always say to take what you can and learn what you can from your past mistakes, from past failures, because there's always something to learn because that helps you get better going forward, right? So you don't make the same thing, same mistakes over and over and over again. But we can't dwell there. We can't stay there because if, just think about it this way, if your lack of decision, your lack of making a choice inadvertently makes a choice for somebody else, right? Because in a, in Again, again, I'm a, I'm a Christian, and so we we're taught to go out and save lost souls, right? To save people, to get to know get to know Jesus Christ, and not just know him, but to accept him as you know, as their as their Lord and Savior, right? To so to help get them up into heaven and to really and just to rejoice with them, right? If if we're too afraid of the next no, someone say no, I don't want to do that. I hope you guys are weird, you know. Nope, I've been to a mega church, quote unquote, and you guys are more of like a cult, you know, whatever, whatever the reasoning someone may have to tell you no, right? If you are too afraid to ask the question again because the last 50 no's, that the next person might have said yes and they might have, might, might have been saved, right? And, and it's, it's the same, it's the same type of thing all, all the way around. Like, if we're too afraid to make a decision, then, we just we just never know. <laughs> we don't we don't know how many lives we're impacting with the, every decision that we make each and every day, especially when it comes to living in our purpose and and going with and going with a purpose, right? Going through this life with something in mind outside of ourselves, something in mind outside of our comfort zone, what we're used to, and really, really just living and enjoying life, man. Because I mean, even beyond just the just helping other people and and you know lifting them up and things like that at the center of it all is is are you are you enjoying your life are you really living seriously because are you really living just sitting on a sideline twiddling your thumbs too afraid to move forward because you've been burned too many times too afraid to move on to the next job the next relationship the next business idea um, the next whatever because the last one the last two the last five the last ten didn't work out seriously I mean the thing about all of you out there who are successful the people that we look at on TV you know or listen to on the radio that we hear from their songs their albums you know the 
professional sports players that we see on TV all the time, you know, you think they would be there if they let, you know, all the, the bad plays they did, all the bad songs they wrote, all the, you know, bad screw movie scripts, TV, you know, whatever. If they let all those things hold them back, get in their way, and it made them too afraid to move forward. You really think we would have what we have today? You think as many people will be enjoying the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> if, um, if, honestly, if Stan Lee and co way back in the day decided, like, you know what, comics aren't, comics aren't for us. I'm sure they had some bad ones, right? Not all of them are hits. And if they decided way back then, that, you know, nope, call it quits. I'm going to try something else because this, even though I'm really, really passionate about it, I really think I have something here. I feel this calling on, you know, me publishing these comics, me creating these comics. But these flopped. I don't want to deal with it anymore. And then that's it. That was it. We wouldn't have. Uh, I think my life would have changed so much because, you know, Spider-Man is my favorite hero. Uh, anyway, I don't want to go off on that tangent too much, but you just really it's something to think about. Right. To not be so complacent. I'm to be just. Not to be content with being a background character, because like I always say, you know, we're the main characters of our own lives, the main characters of our own stories, and I don't know about you, I don't want my story to be about me being a, a side character. That's just not how it is. Um, not for me, not for me at least, right? And so, and and so the, the verse that kind of spoke to me when I was kind of delving into Gohan and really looking at looking at him as a character is uh, uh, Colossians chapter 3 verse 23 and it says uh, whatever you do do it from the heart as something done for the Lord and not for people which Freeman says whatever you do don't don't you know don't, don't just just go kind of lollygag through it don't just go through the motion do it with purpose do it with a heart in the right place for the right reason, because in Gohan's case, he when he decides to actually fight and and to train with some effort, <laughs> with a higher goal than just you know I'm not training, not fighting just to fight. I'm fighting because because there's a moral at stake in just my own life. There's more at stake than just me losing a battle, right? I mean, he has a kid, he has a wife. Because he has his, his father, his mother, his, his brother, you know, Piccolo, Vegeta, all of them. He has everyone who's depending on him. And him not, one, not doing it, not deciding to decide not to train, not to fight, as well as just kind of going through the motions and just really not really giving his all. That's putting all of them, all of that uh, at stake. And... So and I, so I just encourage you to find, find whatever it is that you feel like you're called to do, because I think, you know, by, by now you've listened to enough episodes, you, you've you've listened, you've done a, enough deep work inside to know what you what your calling is, or at least have an idea of it. And whatever that is, I want you to go for it. Go for it. Go all in. Don't be afraid anymore. Don't sit back expecting somebody else to come do it for you. I really want you to accept what you have, what you've been blessed with. And go for it. You know, just go all the way in. Whatever that looks like, however that looks like. Again, I encourage you guys to pray on it. Ask for guidance on it. And it just, it just don't be afraid. Because, again, we only have this one life, right? This one life here. And I encourage you just to make the most of it. Right? Just make the most of it. 
make the most of it with, with smart decisions. <laughs> but really, just, just don't be afraid anymore. Don't don't live that timid life because I really don't want you guys to. So, all right. So that's enough about Gohan. So let me shift gears a little bit to uh, another character who's idea around potential is a, is a little different um whereas with gohan was reluctant to use his potential broly never knew how to use his potential right he never he never knew how to use his gift he was never properly taught and and that's 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 how this kind of ties in so I, I really want to do these two characters together because it's a it's the same concept with uh, of us using our potential, using what we were gifted with, but if from just the two different mindsets, one of reluctance and one of, misgui- of misguidance, really. Um, and which leads me to my first point for Broly is Broly being misguided. So in regards to the iteration you use, whether it's the Dragon Ball Super version or the old, the older Dragon Ball Z version of Broly, it's pretty much this, it's the same MO as in Broly was raised essentially to be a weapon of revenge that's it um again for guys for those who don't know about broly broly's backstory um so again the sand race broly's another sand the sand race were actually killed off by um by frieza who was a pretty much a, a space lord conqueror whatever you want to call him um and he, he blew up their their home planet planet vegeta and in either in in both iterations of the story, Broly and his father Paragus end up surviving the the um, the genocide. Uh, but in both cases, they were both betrayed by by King Vegeta at the time because Broly's Broly's innate power level was, was far superior out of pretty much anyone we've ever we've ever seen from from such a young age because throughout the series a lot of the characters they get stronger and they grow they grow stronger uh you know through training through life experience things like that and but they all have an have an innate baseline love with that they're born with and Broly's again was was massive he was huge he was over a lot of grown veteran soldiers and the king didn't like that because Vegeta uh, the Vegeta we know, who's Prince Vegeta, was just born, and Broly's power level was even higher than his. So the king can—he just couldn't have that. So he had Broly. At first, he tried to have Broly killed, and eventually exiled off to the the planet, where which inadvertently helped Broly and his father to survive the genocide. Right. So, so that's a little bit of backstory. So while they're on this abandoned planet, Paragus. Broly's father is raising Broly essentially as again, like I said, a weapon, a weapon of revenge. He's using the boy's innate gift for his own nefarious purposes and really just wanna enact he just wanna enact his own sense of justice upon the the royal family, right? The the Vegeta line or what whatever, whatever you want to call it. And which honestly, it's gonna, it, it really sucks because Broly is a lot like Gohan in the fact that they're both gentle souls at heart. Like Broly isn't. You know, I'm not, not going to say he's not a fighter because because he is, but he that's not the first thing on his mind, right? He's 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 the only full blooded Saiyan that I've seen who has a such a soft disposition about him, and soft in the terms of like he he doesn't like to fight. 
He, he doesn't want to fight if he doesn't have to. You know, training interests him, but that's not the end goal. He just he just wants to live and enjoy life, and which is weird for Sands, right? And and so and his father kind of used that used that against him because Broly you know, trusts and loves his father, right? And he didn't really know what the end goal was going to be, but Paragus took advantage of that, right? And I feel like it's easy for us to essentially trust the wrong person or wrong people in our life and basically give them the keys to, to our potential, the keys to our treasure, right? Thinking that they'll help us cultivate it, help keep it safe. But in reality, they just want to use you, right? Use you for your own good deeds. Uh, I remember reading a couple of things about like child, child actors and actresses, right? Where their parents are using their child's money because again, the, the child's too young to actually use it themselves, so it typically goes to their parents. So, I believe it's like a trust fund or something like that. I'm not exactly sure, but parents are just blowing a child's money on whatever, <laughs> right? No, on whatever, man. And they're essentially using that child for their own gain, using it for their own purposes, or using it for their own whatever, and and. I mean, the same thing that happens to grown people too. Like those who are naive in whatever field it may be, it can be professional, it can be in, in academics. And you you are the new person, the new the newbie coming into a situation to an area that's already been established. And you looking you look for guidance. You're looking for someone to help you put point you in the right direction to help you, you know, essentially hone hone whatever skill or talent that you're there trying to trying to learn from, right? And if you find the wrong, the wrong person or, which more often than not, the wrong person finds you and you don't know how to discern between someone's bad intentions or someone who's genuine, then that can, that can lead your gift to becoming a curse. And what I mean by that, like if you, because again, God gives, he gives us gifts to use, you know, for, for his purpose, the purpose that he deemed for our lives. But if you misuse and mismanage it then it, it will become a curse to you and and, and honestly eventually to others because it's because you're using you're not using it the way it was designed to be used right um just to think about it think about it this way any type of exercise that you do if you do the exercise wrong you're gonna feel it <laughs> you know you're gonna just the simplest way i can put it you either you're gonna pull something you're gonna tear something or worse, right? If you if you're doing an exercise wrongly, maybe working the muscle, the same muscle group, the same um, area, you may be actually working the same group. But if you're doing the wrong type of exercise, or you're doing the exercise itself wrong, then there's going to be repercussions, right? And is same it's the same thing with our gifts and our talents, right? If we don't know how to use it, and you know, using it wrong, we're just making it worse. <laughs> yeah, you're making it. You're, Returning it into something that it was never meant to be, and that's why isn't it's important. It's very, very, very important to be careful who you let in your circle, who you let in your ear, because as important as community is, as important as it is to have somebody by your side who, who you know, speaks some truth into your life, speak truth over you, is equally important. Is to not is is to not have the people who are only out for themselves who are, who are only out to use you for their own devices in your ear as well it goes it goes both ways um so again that's being that's being the misguided right so the next 
point on Goldberg for Broly is the the one that we all pretty much know is the uncontrolled side. I mean, when he succumbs to his rage, and man, well, we again, if you if you know, you know, right? When Broly loses his mind, he just goes to a blind fury. He's he's nigh unstoppable because he's just he's not he's not gonna stop fighting, no matter what's happening, how much damage he's taking, no matter what has happened unless you put the fear of death into him then he's not coming back and and for us if we don't handle our gift correctly it can easily consume us right it can easily consume us and no one thing i want to kind of illustrate this with is uh so uh a couple a couple weeks ago uh the church, the church I go to, every once in a while, they do a series called At the Movies, and our pastor shows some movie clips, and then he preaches a message based off the clips that we've seen in the movie. Because um, again, Jesus taught by parables, and parables are just stories, right? <laughs> Earthly stories with heavenly principles in them. And the movie that my pastor went over that time was Elvis, and this really aligns really well with this, and that. Elvis is, you know, gift, right? We all know he's essentially called the you know the king of rock, right? And his his manager at the time, whose name escaped me right now, but his manager at the time was again that person who only saw he saw Elvis as a cash cow to help pay off his own debt that he accrued and he got. So he made sure that Elvis was alone. Uh, at every possible opportunity so he could essentially sink his fangs even deeper into him to get more out of him and basically essentially led Elvis to his death inadvertently through Elvis's downward spiral of drugs and addiction and things like that but that is a clear case of his gifts consuming him right because he felt Elvis felt a different calling on his life for beyond just the music he was making. He wanted to make more of a, of a gospel type music to reach a broader broader audience and things like that. But because he had the wrong person in his corner, his gift became a curse for him. You know, he ended up losing his family, getting hooked on drugs, things like that, and it just consumed him because he always had to perform the next big show, the next big thing, the next big thing like that. And and eventually, it eventually destroyed him. Now, coming back to Broly, Broly's gift of, you know, immense battle power, immense, you know, strength, it consumed him into a blind fury, a blind rage, which, you know, almost led to his, his death, too, in the, in the Dragon Ball Super movie, because Goku and Vegeta were about to kill him, because he, they, the whole time they were holding back just enough, because they didn't want to kill him, because they knew he wasn't a bad guy because Broly wasn't a bad guy he was just misguided he's misguided and he's used by his father and he just didn't know any better so they didn't they didn't take they didn't want to take it out on him they just wanted to get him to calm down so they can have a conversation again but again you know you know when Broly goes on a rampage there's no stopping them and with and because he didn't he didn't know how to use his own power properly it, it, it just went wild, it went, went rampant. And like I said, it almost ended up with him dying. And that's the same thing with us. If we don't keep our gift in check, if we don't 
set boundaries and guidelines to how how we use our gift, when we're going to use it, where we're going to use it for. Then we run the risk of letting it make those decisions for us. Right. And then at that point, you're no longer in control. You're no longer in control of it. That's when the gift becomes a curse. And now it's in control. It's in control of you. And you lose, start to lose sight of the initial reason why you want it to do X, Y, and Z in the first place, why you wanted to start the business, why you wanted to get that promotion, why you wanted to get into the next relationship, you know, whatever whatever the case may be, whatever the reason why you started on this journey in the first place, you know, you lose sight of it if you don't have the boundaries, you don't have the guidance, you don't have the control over your gift, right? And the best remedy for that is finding some proper guidance, right? Again, at the end of Dragon Ball Super Movie, we know Goku offers and train Broly because Goku said himself, I mean, you, you're super strong, but you can't control yourself when you start getting too angry. So and it's, and it'll just be a waste at that point. So Goku took it upon himself to have him and Vegeta help train Broly so he can get a better handle on his power, so he can become a valuable ally, a valuable asset later on down the road. And... What that means for you and for me is to find a mentor who you can trust and who who you trust enough to, again, speak the truth to you, speak truth over you. And if you got a big head, they're going to tell you. Or if you're second guessing yourself, they're going to tell you. And who you trust enough to put you on the right path, who, who lived more life than you have and who knows, you know, or at least have an idea of what to expect or what the mindset you had, mindset that they had back when they were your age at this moment in time or at this part in their career and just just you know ask them sit down and ask them and have a conversation with them because i know a lot of people will just love to be able to share their knowledge with somebody else who's eager and willing to learn and who is more than willing to take that next step who's ready who, who may not be quite ready or who think they may not be quite ready to take that next step but they're willing to at least try, right? To really, to at least go out. They're not being complacent like Gohan was, right? They're really, they're willing to take a chance and go out. And if you have a good mentor or someone who, who's been around the block a few times, right? Who's lived, who lived, who's uh, lived a little, and who's seen more things and whatever analogy you want to use, right? Someone who who has your best interest in heart and who truly wants to help you get to that next level. And, and that's, that's indispensable. That's indispensable, man. Cause in all honesty, it's, it's knowledge and wisdom are, in my opinion, the most precious things we have in this world, right? Because the fact that we can just pass these things on to the next generation after us, whether it's our kids, our you know younger siblings, our grandkids, nieces, nephews, you know, little Jimmy down the street, uh, little Tony up the block lane, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, and it doesn't have to be this big age difference. It can be someone who's literally a year younger than you, who's at a different part of their life than you were. You can, you know, reach a helping hand back and help and you help you know, walk them, walk them forward. Because, again, life is is brutal. It can be unforgiving. It can be all these different things. But if you have at least one person, at least one person, somebody who who's got your back like that, right? Who who is essentially a ride or die, someone who's gonna put you on the right path so you don't slip and fall and lose your way, then again that's that's in 
That's indispensable, man. That's indispensable. Because I guarantee you, when the next big bag comes around, they don't, they don't, they're not going to want to have to deal with Goku, Vegeta, and Broly. That's that's, that's too much. <laughs> that's, that's too much for anybody. Right? Goku and Vegeta are already enough. You throw Broly in the mix. I mean, I, that, that's a wrap. That's it. Um, and... Yeah, I encourage you. I encourage you guys to be to be that brother, to be that that new that new weapon, that hidden threat that no one sees coming, right? And then next thing you know, boom, you know you you made it. You know you you made it. You you made a million dollars, or right? you you started that super successful business, right? You have an awesome relationship. You know whether it's you know with your 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 spouse, your parents, your children, whatever it is. You you learn you learn that that awesome skill now you can do you know anything you think of right whatever it is whatever you're setting out to do is you you're, you're gonna get there at the end of the day you're gonna you're gonna get there and it's all about how you it's all about how you manage your your own potential your own gifts and who is in your corner right who's in your corner and honestly when i when i was Looking into into Broly and how I wanted to kind of go over this because again Broly is one of my one of my favorite characters from from Dragon Ball because I don't know I just like the character but this one verse kept coming to my mind that Psalms chapter thirty two verse eight and it says I will instruct you and show you the way to go with my eye on you with my eye on you I will give you counsel counsel so again that's essentially what he's saying the Lord is going to show you how to use the thing that he gave you right and I don't think there's a better mentor in existence than the person who gave you the gift that you need help with right <laughs> I mean it's kind of it's, 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 a, it's a cheat code essentially it's literally a cheat code um, and and it's just, it doesn't get any better than that so at that point what do you have to worry about right the person who gave you your gift is going to show you how to use your gift, you know, how to use it the right way, when to use it, how to use it, when not to use it, all all of that. So so at this point, only thing you have to do is to listen, and then and keep going forward, right? You know, listen to the instructions, practice, 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 and when you make the mistakes, because we all will, then get up, dust yourself off, and take take note of what you did wrong and what can you do to avoid it. Or just learn from it and move on, right? And all of this is internal work. All of this is personal things that we have to go through on our own time. Can no one else can do it for us as much as we want to, right? Again, don't be complacent. Don't be like Gohan, how he was thinking Goku and Jesus is come swoop in and say the day every time because they're not. And take responsibility. Accept who you are and who you've been called to be. And yeah, just get out there. Let's get after it. Well, that's all we got for season two of the Otaku Liberation. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If not, let me know too, <laughs> and let me know what anime you guys would like me like me to cover in some future future seasons or even you know, some future special episodes or anything like that. Um, because hey, I got plenty of material, but I would like to know what you guys want to hear, what you guys are interested in. It could be something mainstream, could be something no one's really heard of before um and hey just give me an excuse to watch more anime right <laughs> one of the things i just love to do um 
But yeah, I had a lot of fun doing the, doing this season. And Dragon Ball means yeah, Dragon Ball holds a special place in my heart because it's one of the first ones that I had started off watching. Um, but yeah, anyway, we'll bore you guys with that detail. So again, this, that was the end of this season, and look forward to, to the next one because I'm covering a or an underrated anime. I think it's underrated, which really kind of hammers home the idea of friendship and camaraderie. But not so much in the sense that the power of friendship beats everything, but more in the sense it really, it really shows your own strength and weaknesses within a group and how you guys can accomplish goals together. And that anime is called World Trigger. So again, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in to today's episode. I pray that you got what you needed out of it and that you learned something new about yourself. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. I would love reading you guys' comments, and it helps me improve each and every episode. Now, always remember, you are the main character of your story, and that story doesn't end until he says so. All right, be blessed.